Hey, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of Digital Hustle. I'm Mike, and I'm joined here with my co-host, Joe. And today we're going to be talking about AI and how it can benefit young entrepreneurs like yourselves. Yeah, so I'm Joe. I'm going to start off with a definition of AI. So AI is pretty much artificial intelligence. It refers to the development of computer systems that perform tasks that usually require human intelligence. There's things like speech recognition, image analysis, and decision-making. In this episode, we're kind of going to be talking about how, why it's a big deal for entrepreneurs, what kind of opportunities it open up, like automating repetitive tasks, and personalizing customer experiences. Yeah, so these days you can find AI in almost every like online internet tool that you can use. Uh, so uh, there's a lot of things that you can do with these kind of tools. For instance, like ChatGPT or Canva has even built in AI tools, Bard, MidJourney. I'm sure you guys have heard of all the different tools there are out there and even how they can intertwine with each other. Uh, but how can we actually use this in our day to day as a young entrepreneur? Yeah. One of the first things, ways how we used it was in our freelancing or finding jobs. We've kind of adapted a script that we found online to work for us. And we kind of use that script to go out and find jobs freelancing. So now when we go out, find a project that we may find an interest in, we kind of dump that into ChatGBT with our script. And then we're able to pump out pretty much proposals, maybe a 50 within a day. Wow, that's a lot. But yeah, you are able to do that. And I mean, you can find and fine tune those uh, those proposals for exactly what you need. And it just saves you so much time and it lets you personalize it and customize it. So it sounds more like your voice, like you're actually writing it with the tone you want uh, and the language that you want to use versus, you know, you just sitting there taking the time, erasing, rewriting. It takes so much time um, where you can actually be spending on finding more jobs. Um, so what are the other industries that, that this can help us? And I, it looks, I know we can uh, look for online jobs. We can help, it can help you with your resume, but how else can we get use out of these tools? Yeah, I think in the creative space, so um, authors, artists, pretty much getting in there. I know you've used it with Canva, where it can kind of do like image analysis and know like, hey, I want to remove this part. And it's pretty much using AI to put the image all together. So what was your experience like when you was using it with the image side of it? It was awesome. <laughs> Honestly, it was pretty much instant. I mean, it, it's I mean, I can't compare it to like a Photoshop, right? Photoshop is very intense. It has a lot of lot of tools. And I think you need a lot more hours of training behind Photoshop. Uh, but like Canva is a, I don't want to, it's like a basic, easier, user-friendly version of trying to do some of those things. Um, and when they added these AI tools, like, uh, you know, there's different ones, blurred background, extraction of images, um, and take away your background. That way you only have a certain part of it. Um, you can take these things and now you can pull one piece of an image that you like, merge it with the next piece and have it all blend very well without you having to pick very specific tools uh, to use and knowing how to use them, how to adjust them and all that. So it was actually very helpful. And I mean, this is just the tip of it. ChatGPT, these little tools within programs are just the tip of how strong these programs can be and how in depth they're going to be within the real world and jobs and industries i definitely have seen it getting better so i know even when i started in chat gbt is even now it gets wordy it gets off the rails so you kind of have to do a lot of work and kind of tailor it to the way you want so it's not a hundred percent but i feel like the first wave of people were like the 
testing of it. We're the people that's kind of dumping the data into it, getting it right. And I think as it gets better and better over time, it's going to become way more efficient. And, and that's one of the kind of questions a lot of people have too, is like, how is this thing thinking? How is it growing? How is it adapting? How is it so efficient? You know, and when you think about it, it's just, it, it's a programmer, it's a coder, it's, it's mathematicians, it's engineers, it's people writing algorithms, putting them into place. And these algorithms are able to tap into all these databases and all these different resources and find that information that our human brains can't do that as fast. You know, and it's able to find those gaps and it's able to help you utilize a lot more uh, branches of, of uh, information, you know, and it puts it all together and it can analyze all at the same time, all simultaneously. Um, and it's really cool to see how it affects all these different industries. Uh, so let's, let's talk about some of the positives and negatives about this, this AI stuff and how it is in the real world. I think one of the ne- first negatives is how hard it is to explain it. Have you run across <laughs> like times where you had to explain it to someone it's like they just don't get it <laughs> they think they, they, they're like well i could just go to google why, why can't yeah. google just do it well it's much different than google is it's not just a search engine it's doing a lot more on that back end but one of the other negatives too that people worry about is like what what is it gonna you know is it gonna replace my job you know that's something i constantly hear and i, I totally get that's scary we're in the tech field. It's not as scary to us, I think, because, you know, we see it and we're adapting to it like it is adapting on its own uh, with each program and each algorithm. Uh, but people worry about that and it, it forces people to keep up or get left behind. Unfortunately, and that's sad to say, but we see it in our day to day. Um, you know, as people get, you know, the, some people get older and then they can't focus on it. They can't keep up with it. They never learn properly, you know, so it takes away from the human connection as well. You know, the things just keep getting more and more antisocial. You know, those are some of the negatives that I see um, that are actually happening. I definitely can see it affecting like customer experience a lot because already I've been to websites where it's like, I'm not even chatting with a human no more. I'm pretty much just chatting with a chatbot. And it's like so frustrating sometimes because it's like not giving me the answer that I want. So I think we also have to like be careful about how we roll it out because it's not perfect. So it's like some of those industries where you still kind of need that human touch, you'll always kind of need there. Like, I think you'll always kind of need a copywriter or someone there to actually look over the content and kind of tailor it a little bit more. But I do think there's going to be a big wave of businesses getting more efficient and using AI to get in there. Like one thing I saw online was about Amazon pretty much like using AI to like track the movements through the warehouse. So like they can easier transition to like using like robotic arms and stuff like that. So yeah, like, they yeah. analyze the human bodies yeah. and just the whole system and how they work. And then they just put that, they code that out. They put it into a program that could now do these things. And I mean, you see, you see actual robots that like Honda are creating and all these other companies. And it's like, they are actually doing things. They are walking, they are talking, they are thinking. Uh, It is kind of scary, but in the same breath, it's cool, right? There are positives to it. Real quick, before we even jump to the positives though, which uh, one of the things that you had mentioned that you just glossed over real quick was like regulation. You know, how are we going to regulate all of this stuff? That is, that is crazy because anybody right now can just, 
go sign up for free on any of the programs we've talked about and just start working away. And not only that, they offer you the ability to build off of them uh, and customize your own stuff and see how you can make an extension or make a, a program that does something together with another program. And all of a sudden now you've created this completely separate algorithm and or program customized to what you need it to be. Um, you know, these are conversations that people are already having. I think regulation is twofold. Like we have to watch it because I do believe regulation kind of sometimes slow down innovation. Yeah. One thing I even seen in ChatGPT when I first started on it, it was no guardrails. Pretty much, you can get it to spit out anything you want. But now these days, a lot of times I'll see, I can't do that, or I don't know much about that. So they're starting to put guardrails in, in place for that. And so I do think regulation could also hinder the industry too. Well. Yeah, definitely. But in the same breath, we need it. You yes, know, yeah. it's one of those double edges, uh, double edged swords. So, uh, but anyway, let's let's jump over back to the positives. Um, you know, what are you thinking in terms of the positives? How can this impact us in a way that is is beneficial? Uh, time consuming. <laughs> so I think it helps a lot on time, which being an entrepreneur, that's what every entrepreneur wish they had more of time. So already what we see it a lot when applying for jobs, things that would normally take us hours and things to do, we kind of knock them out pretty quick. Uh, even like designers or copywriters, normally you would get stuck. You can go here and say, hey, give me five topics that can generate interest about my, you know, roofing business or something. They'll give you these five topics and then you kind of got a direction to go down. And that's what's cool, too. It can help spark creativity. Right. Because it's not doing all the thinking. You're inputting your thoughts and your ideas and tailoring it to think the way you want it to think and to give you the ideas and kind of things that you're hoping to get out of it. Uh, and that's definitely really cool. Uh, and efficiency, time. Everybody loves time. Everybody wants more time. Right. Uh, there is not enough time in the day for an entrepreneur. You know, you work, you eat, you sleep, you work out, you do it all over again all day. Uh, and so definitely any time, anything that you can utilize to, to, to give you more time for you to dedicate to other things is, is awesome. Uh, but in, in the same breath that we were talking in the negatives, you know, you're forced to innovate, you're forced to keep up and you're forced to adapt. And that's really cool, too, because then we get, you know, new technology we didn't even think of that, you know, could become a day to day. I remember you actually bought me uh, my first set of AirPods as a Christmas gift. And I put them in and I just was using the wired ones and I was completely fine with that. Never would have known the difference. Yeah, it got snagged every now and then. It was annoying. My ear hurt. But, you know, ever since I put those in, never went back to a wired pair again. Those are awesome. You know what I mean? And then like because they've adapted, the technology kept growing. And those are some of those things you kind of forget about. You know, not everybody. I understand. But if you're, you know, if you're in that position, you can experience some of these cool things that just help you know your day-to-day you don't get snagged anymore i can listen to music i can talk to everybody and just not i have my hands free it's it's awesome but it's things like that that you know we can develop and make better and i do think now it's just people becoming more aware of it like i think kind of ai has kind of always been there because even like i've seen places like online websites where it's like it knows that you've been shopping for this on the website before so it kind of or restructure things on the site to try to get you to that point. So I think more and more as people become, one benefit I see is businesses using it to, to grow because now they can more tailor their advertising. 
So now on their actual website, they can use AI to know this person came in, they might've went to a blog page, they might've went to this web page, and now they're gonna see specific content on the website that got tailored just because they saw those other pieces. And there's other cool things too. Uh, I was talking to a friend the other day uh, and he went, he's, he went to Spain recently over the summer and his Spanish was rusty, but somehow they him, him and his uh, wife made it through and they were talking about using it on the phone. Uh, and then I was having another conversation with like a deaf person and how they have to have their, you know, an AirPod or not an AirPod, but the, uh, I'm sorry, I don't know the name of it, but the machine that they, you know, get to listen to, to hear better. And, you know, and I know they already have some version of this and I can't speak to it exactly what it is, but like, you know, imagine an AirPod that I can just have in my ear and I can have a conversation with somebody in a different language and understand exactly what they're saying because it's live time translating it. You know what I mean? How cool would something like that be? We have a level of it. I can talk into my phone and to Google Translate and be like, can you read this? You know what I mean? But imagine when we're at that level, if we're not already, uh, you know, the, the, the way that they can uh, put these things into the small text, the big t- or the small tech, the big tech. It's very interesting to see where we're going to be in 20 years. Yeah, I think also in houses. I think households, as we become more AI aware, it also make households better. You know, those repetitive tasks, like that AI, those little robots you see on the floor. Like uh, Roombas. Yeah, Roombas. <laughs> you don't think about, it's on a small scale, but even being, yeah. that, being able to have AI and maybe they can scale that up now to say, okay, it can do this around the house and maybe now it can switch to a mop because it knows it's on a hardware floor. Yeah. So, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's definitely, uh, uh, air, uh, you know, uh, HVAC systems, things like that, auto auto uh, adjusting temperatures and things based on your living situations. I mean, there's all kinds of examples of that, but exactly. Imagine how much time you would spend not having to do chores. I don't have to wash my laundry because this device knows, like it's an automatic basket that moves to where the uh, washer is and then dumps it and then starts the cycle. You know what I mean? Like that just saved me. 15, 30 minutes plus folding. I mean, it, it, it's pretty, it's crazy to see where it's going to get. I mean, you have smart everything. You have smart fridges, you have smart uh, dishwashers, smart wash, washer and dryers. It's, uh, it's going to, it's going to be, it's going to get there. I already saw the pivot nail of like everything that businesses put out now is AI. It's like AI focus tool or AI this. And I think people have to understand it's like a lot of different levels to AI. So it's like, we what we know a lot of is like the regenerative AI, you know, the work text-based AI, but I've also been playing with a tool of like uh, image AI. So even for like artists, being able to spark that creative sense of, hey, create me a picture about this, uh, a guy working, walking through a park with a child or something. And it'll go and actually generate this picture that you can use. Yeah, so I actually saw this on uh, Joe Rogan's podcast the other day uh, with Post Malone in it. And he was talking about how AI can, you know, they're going to be able to create customized music based on your favorite artists and things. So it's like that artist is making an exact song for exactly what you want and how you feel and things like that. And I just thought that was really interesting. I mean, there's a lot of positives and negatives to that. And uh, we can always debate that on a later episode, but I just, the thought of how that can happen. And I also know like the, they were talking about something very similar with the, the actresses and actors 
you know, they record them. And then now that they have their image and their voice, they can pretty much just do whatever they want with them and create these movies or, or images and videos uh, just based on like essentially a scan of somebody. Uh, and so, you know, <laughs> you can think about all the scary things there, uh, but you can also see all the cool things there. And it's just really interesting to see like where we're going with all of this technology. I could definitely see the benefits of it in the entertainment for the consumers. Yeah. We're of course going to be getting more of our favorite artists, our favorite actors and things like that. But I do feel like as an actor or a musician, it kind of takes away from you a little bit of like, hey, I probably wouldn't say that. <laughs> That's exactly. But, yeah, but yeah. this said, yeah. You know, and then imagine going to a concert because you think you like this artist, you like their <laughs> voice or something like that. And they, they sing their songs and you have no clue what, you know, like what, what they're talking about. So you probably just have like an AI concert where it's just like a... <laughs> <laughs> it's it's custom just for you. You put your little glasses on or whatever, and and then you're off. It's insane, and that kind of brings me to my next point. Like, how we're in the age of information right now, right? When do we switch over to the age of AI? Right, that has to be the next one, I would imagine, because listen to our listen to our conversation, how how it's been going. This is smart. This is smart. This is smart. This is smart. When is it all? When do we make that? You know, when do we pass over to that age? And I honestly think we're a long way away from that just because the fact that AI is still learning. So I think we're going to be in that like blended stage. And honestly, it may not never transition because AI still needs some type of input, whether it's like prompts or like some type of information you're feeding it. So I think there's always going to have to be the blur between both lines of that. I think personally, I think there will be some device or some big life like the like the iphone or like a cell phone right something like that they're going to develop something like that and then that's when we're going to start living differently and i think when you start living differently that's when you can officially say we're in a different time when, when apple puts ai on a smartphone and it makes siri better i think we'll know we're in a new, a new age then <laughs> we'll see when we get there but this was a great conversation. I hope you guys all found it interesting. Uh, love talking about this stuff. If you guys have any comments, anything like that, we'd love to hear it. Love to get your thoughts and ideas and uh, just your opinions and, and see how everything is uh, going. Uh, right. So just thanks again and tune in next time.